From the banks of the Avon, welcome to Black Sheep Rebranded, the place where you never have to worry about fitting in or being accepted. All are welcome. The voice for that black sheep in all of us is Rick Sherwood. Here, he shares his views on today's issues. Everything. Nothing is off limits. His insights come from not only his work as a psychotherapist, but also his many life experiences. Do you have something you want to hear his take on? Find us on Facebook, where Black Sheep Rebranded. Email Rebecca at rstherapygroup.com, Rick at rstherapygroup.com, or visit our website at blacksheeprebranded.ca. And now, here's Rick. I wonder what he'll talk about today. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good day, good whatever time it is for you, where you are sitting on this lovely, lovely, beautiful morning here in Southern Ontario. It is a Thursday. It is near the ending of the week. Friday will be our very first where we will be doing a live weekday, week-long recap. What we're going to be doing on Friday is we're going to be sitting down, we're going to be going through some news, we're going to be looking at it, and we're going to be trying to sort of suss out from a mental health standpoint. What are the things we can learn from this? How can we not get too wrapped up in it? How how can we move forward? How can we make the world a little bit less catastrophic for us? And how can we do something so that we can get through the weekend? so that we can get into the next week, so that we can process all of this information around us, and how can we actually find a little bit better place for us to be a a happier, healthier, unique us. What are we going to talk about today? Well, we've kicked this around this morning. We kicked it around yesterday. We kicked it around uh, Tuesday. We've been kicking this around for a little bit. And uh, part of it is the challenge of this is supposed to be entertainment, but this is psychoeducational entertainment. And so some of these ideas, I have a bit of a struggle with how do I make them so that people can learn and grow and people can can take something away and do it in a fairly short span of time and also not sound like I'm, I'm harping or judging or, or anything else. Because what we are talking about is why are we so quick to judge sometimes. And so in some doing some research into the science behind why do we do this, when do we do this, how do we do this, one of the things that, that uh, I was, a quote from uh, Carl Jung, who is uh, one of the great theorists of the 19th century and was influenced by Freud, influenced Freud, uh, a lot of uh, crossover. and But one of the things that that he is quoted as saying is, judging is easy, thinking is hard. And so I'm going to say that again, because when I read that, I'm like, dang, that is just beautiful. Judging is easy. Judging is easy because it doesn't take any analysis. It doesn't take any internalization. It doesn't take into account anything other than a knee-jerk, flippant reaction of the cognitive state that you are in 
at that moment. Just think about that. There's no analysis. There's, there's, there's no decision-making. There's nothing. And that's why judging is so easy, and that's why so often we end up being uh, a victim. And when I say a victim, I mean truly a victim of other people's judgment. Because what we're doing is we're taking, and when we do something, when we say something, so when I say to somebody that I'm divorced, I get quick response. Those are judgment calls. They aren't analysis. They didn't do any research. They didn't ask me any questions. They, they simply judged. When somebody says to me about my past as a truck driver, they will make judgments. They won't sit there and go, why did you go? Why did you do this? What were the reasons? When I was in high school, I actually had my AZ license to drive truck before I was done high school. 1985. All I want to do is get in the cab of a truck and drive away. Why? Nobody asks. They just want to make their own determination. Because if you're going to actually sit there and actually think, actually really reason stuff out, you have to do some investigation. And people don't want to do that. And I mean that truly. And I mean that completely. People don't want to do that. What they want to do is they want to put in the least amount of effort for the most amount of narrative time possible. There's a, a, a gentleman on TikTok who I happen to know personally. He's a, a great guy. And, and if, you, if you go and you look it up, Greg Ilman is his name. And Greg will sit there and he puts out these narratives on on from where he's coming from, from where he's coming from as a professional, as a business owner. And there's a lot of thought that goes into those TikToks that he puts out. A lot of thought. He isn't, he isn't sitting there judging. And yet, when I sit there and I listen to others, their narratives are about judgment. Critical judgment. And again, I, I have spent a lifetime, and I'm sure that there's a few other black sheep out there who have also spent a lifetime being critically judged, not because somebody actually took the time to do an analysis. They did some, some great decision-making on weighing out all of the realities. They didn't. What they did is they just wanted to go and make a judgment call. I always, I always laugh when... You know, people will look at me and, and they make these judgment calls. And I used to always, when when I um, wasn't as busy as I am now and I had more time and I would, you know, and I was still trucking a bit, and people would, would look at me and I, I had two trades and three degrees and they would look at me and they would go, mm, yeah, you look like an overweight, blah, blah, blah. And I'd go, wow, if you only ever knew I was actually 80 pounds heavier at one point than I am now. If you only ever knew the education I have and the efforts and what destination I'm doing and the efforts I'm putting into creating a finely tuned machine 
so I can build a practice, so I can have cash flow, so I can do things, so I can better my life, so I can give back to this world. Judgment is one of these things, again, that people, we can do it. There's no conscious thought to a judgment. Most human beings, again, stop and think, go ahead, Google it, go ahead, do whatever you want to do. But most people look at another person and very quickly are making judgment calls on how they're dressed, how they speak, what they say, their accent, how tall they are, how wide they are, how skinny, how fat. They make all these incredible judgments and very quickly want to assess and and categorize and pigeonhole people. I know a lady who, I don't know what she weighed at her heaviest, but near her heaviest weight, she actually walked up every single stair of the CN Tower from the ground floor up to the observation deck. Walked the entire thing. Four or five hundred pounds. And people would look and they would go, she is lazy. No. Metabolically, the way she processes food wasn't what she was eating. Ate quite healthy. Was quite healthy. Doing marathons. But again, I've been with her and I've been out. She's a a thinner lady today. But the fact is what she would do is she would be faced with judgment. She would be faced with a very quick Oh, she must be lazy. She must be. And I guarantee you she wasn't. She never was. Again, a dynamic, beautiful human being who metabolically had a lot of challenges with her digestive system. She's had some surgeries. Things are going better. She doesn't carry the weight that she used to. One thing hasn't changed. She wasn't lazy then. She's not lazy today. She had the desire to always be out there challenging herself. Then she's still doing it today. And yet so many times in her lifetime, she was so hurt by judgment. She was so hurt by the things that were going on around her, which is so sad. And I say that truthfully. One of the things that is so important to me, to me today is to try to take the time to learn a person's story. As a therapist, that's one of the most beautiful things I get to do, is I get to have a front seat in in these people's lives for, for them to share with me what's going on and for me to share back you know my, my observations about this. And there are people who truly, again, the stories that they share with me, really incredible, quite profound. But again, what's important, what's really important is that I would be an active listener. I would actively sit there and go, help me to understand. Teach me. We're going to be using a song today by a guy named Mitchell Tenpenny. And this song, Bucket List. When you listen to the words, again, this is this is a play on these words. This is a play on on what this man's talking about. And so by the time he's done his life, 
right? How he wants to be living. What I'm challenging everyone today is to add to their bucket list by the time they're done their life. They no longer are quick to judgment. And what they are is much more thoughtful to become inquisitive and ask why, how, when, where. What brought you to this point? When that happens, we create better dialogue. When that happens, we create a better narrative. And when that happens, oh my God possibilities are endless. And when I say possibilities are endless, they truly are. Pause there. Life is like a first kiss. We don't know how long it's going to last. What a beautiful play on words. And it's so unfortunate that so many people spend their entire lifetime judging and not actually learning to ask questions, learning to be a little bit more open-minded. Because again, it's in that curiosity that humanity can do some incredibly beautiful things. It's in that curiosity we can learn, we can grow, we can develop, we can change. And I'm really hoping that some of the news that that we've dug up from this past week um, inspires people to have some hope, have some inspiration, and to get out there and do a few things that they want to do. Again, just think about that. Life, it's like your first kiss. It's like any first kiss. We don't know what it's going to be like. We don't know what it's going to taste like. We don't know how long it's going to last. We don't know how long it's going to last on our lips. We don't know how happy we're going to be to have it. What we do know is it is occurring. Your life is occurring. First kiss of life is occurring. And so, again, take a listen. Again, when you get to the bottom of your bucket list, as he just said, and if you have the time to actually watch the music video for this song, and if you have the time to actually sit there, I don't think there's a music video I've ever watched that makes me want desperately to get back in the cab of a truck and to go trucking. The footage from this video... The, the places around Arizona that I got to see solely and only because of trucking. I could have never in a lifetime seen all of the places, walked in the back doors of all of the factories, talked to all the people who live there, and got to 
what's a good place to eat? Where's a good place to get ice cream? Where's a good place for this? And again, all thanks to 18 wheels and a desire to go and a desire to move. And so again, when you look around and you, I, I, when I look at this, from the top end of Arizona coming out of Utah into Nevada, down through the rest of Arizona, there is nothing, you know, because the, the, the painted desert, the four corners area is, there's some footage of this. And so it's, it's ironic, you know, again, because I'll have people who will look down their nose and they will go, oh. And I look at those trucks and I go, oh my God, the memories, the beautiful, beautiful memories that I got, that I got to have, that I got to hold, that I got to breathe in. Those memories, they're there because some people look down their nose because I drove a truck. Other people don't understand. But in my 56 years, very few people ever asked me, why? Why did you so desperately want to get your AZ license to drive truck so that when you were done high school, you could jump in a truck and wave goodbye? Why? I've never been asked that. So again, take the time to again, please... Learn to judge. Learn to take the time. Learn to take the time to make decisions. Become informed. Do a bit of analysis through conscious thought. Because again, what we're doing so often is we're doing these things without ever taking the time to do anything other than reactionary. I'm gonna I'm gonna end in a in a what's gonna seem like potentially a weird place. But the reason why I'm gonna do this is again, we can learn, we can grow, we can do anything, and we can, so long as we have an open mind. I had some clients in here the other day. And we were talking about all different things that make up the world and all different things that, that make us who we are. And I had a small Petoskey stone. It's spelt P-E-T-O-S-K-E-Y. Happens to be the stone of Michigan. Apparently, if you're in Michigan, they say they're common, and yet people in Michigan tell me they've never seen them. And people here on this side of Lake Huron tell me that they've never seen them, and yet I find them everywhere. And so we're talking about the evolution of humanity, the evolution of what we are, how we are. And I had this this this, this semi-polished Petoskey stone that had just been polished up a bit by the sand on the beach. And while I was talking to, to these people, and we we're talking about you know, the challenges and, and suicide and and how do we how do we speak to family members who are suicidal? One of the things that I'm always trying to do is I'm always trying to be like a bit of a Petoskey stone. Right? There. Take some time, get to know me. Polish me. Spend a bit of time. You'd be amazed at how how beautiful a Petoskey stone is. And so I said to them, I said, you're more than welcome to have that stone. 
And they said, must be incredibly rare. And I said, well, here's another one. And here's another one. So yes, they are rare. But if you go looking for them, if you spend the time to not judge, if you spend the time to become inquisitive and look, wander the shoreline of Lake Huron, you'll find some Petoskey stones. Polish them up, and you'll have something that when you look at it, you'll be amazed at how beautiful it becomes. Y'all have yourselves an absolutely wonderful, wonderful day, people. And I hope and pray, and I say this with all sincerity, that you find yourselves in a very, very beautiful light, beautiful place to be. Hey folks, it's Rick Sherwood here from Black Sheep Rebranded. And again, thank you very much for tuning in and listening to the podcast. Again, we really appreciate your input. We uh, uh, really enjoy receiving emails and messages uh, and feedback on what you'd like to hear, what you think of the podcast, what we're doing good, what we're not doing good, the things that you'd like to see change. We do appreciate all that feedback. Keep in mind all of this stuff, um, all of the ideas that are being put out are the, the property of uh, Black Sheep Rebranded. And uh, the ideas that we're putting out are not intended to replace psychotherapy they're, they are educational, and they are educational to help you cost-effectively stop and think about your life in a different way. And so from everyone here at Black Sheep Rebranded, have yourself an absolutely wonderful day. And again, please, please do not hesitate to reach out to us if you're in need. If you want to talk about something, uh, you can reach out to Rebecca at rstherapygroup.com. Or you can reach out to myself, rick at rstherapygroup.com. And uh, either one of us would be more than happy to, to take your, your email, take your message, send it in the right direction if we can't help you out. Uh, and if there's something we can do, we definitely will get, get back to you. And it is our pleasure to be here uh, doing what we're doing and uh, to encourage you all to have yourself a little bit better life and a little bit better day. So again, from everybody here at Black Sheep Rebranded, have yourself a wonderful day, and uh, yeah, stay safe. <laughs>